I'm going to save you money right now. Money, 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 money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash Opie. Are you Billie Eilish? What's that? What is the point? Well, I thought you were Billie Eilish. And Me? I'm Yeah. Billie Eilish. Eilish? A very famous musician. You don't know who Billie Eilish is. No. She has hair like you. What is the problem? No problem. I thought you were Billie Eilish and I just wanted to say hi because she's really famous. Oh, good. So, all right. I got to go. This is really awkward for me and you, I think. There we are. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to my live stream, 500 feet above New York City. Um, I actually just, <laughs> I just woke up, got the sun coming up, which feels nice. And your first sip of coffee right there, bitches. Cheers. What's up, Brian Bernard? How are you? Uh, we could we could all thank Brian Bernard for George Santos, <laughs> one of my fellow Long Islanders. George Santos <laughs> could be the could could be the biggest liar to ever make it to Congress, and that is saying a lot. And I'm just I'm just I'm just busted up, Brian. Obviously, but uh, he's from Long Island. I'm from Long Island, and George Santos is from Long Island. You know, his lies are so bad that I think it's up to uh, four Republicans are basically saying that Long Island deserves better. I'm from Long Island. We don't deserve better. We deserve George Santos. <laughs> we're, the, we're the stepchild of New York City. We, we deserve George Santos. But that's how bad the lying has gotten that uh, I think it's up to four Republicans basically saying, he's got to go. This guy's creepy. Now he's talking that he uh, had both knees replaced and a quick uh, check on that. He didn't have his knees replaced. What is real about this guy? $300 for lobster bisque. All right, there's somebody that watches my uh, Opie Unleashed in NYC. Oh, it's on my Facebook. I did post that as a separate video. Yeah, I also stopped by the No Soup for You place. You know, it used to be called, uh, well, it's still called The Soup. Eh. The soup, eh, but I don't know if you could say that word on the social media. Oh, you could say that word in your regular life behind closed doors <laughs> to yourself. But if you say soup, eh, you know, that people will try to cancel you. But yeah, I stopped by that place. That was also an inspiration for the, the, the Seinfeld. The main guy wasn't there because, you know, he, he made so much money from the Seinfeld fame. He doesn't have to be at the soup place anymore. So he's got everybody else dishing out the soup. And then we checked out the prices. And yes, for 32 ounces, which I think comes out to, that's a half gallon, right? I messed that up in school, the ounces thing. But I think 32 ounces is a half gallon. So for a half gallon of lobster bisque, it'll cost you $28. $28. Cheers. Is this so. the no soup for you place? Yes, it is. Where's the man? He's not here. 
He doesn't work here anymore, does he? He's here sometimes, but he leaves before leaving. <laughs> so he makes you guys work and deal with all the tourists, I bet. Oh, there he is, right there. there. There's the guy, right there. Hey. Do people get mad at you because of the Nazi word, though, now? No, not as much. In the year 2023, people get offended by stuff like that. They do, yeah. All right. And there's the soup for me. I noticed you blew me off really quick to give this uh, fine young gentleman a, a bowl of soup. Going to the soup Nazi place doesn't come cheap. Are you ready for these prices? So the 32 ounce, $28 for the lobster bisque for, for 32 ounces of soup because he was on the Seinfeld. Okay, I'm getting some math done today. 32 ounces is, oh, is a quart. 64 ounces a half gallon. I told you I messed the whole thing up. Wait, so so for only a quart of lobster bisque, it'll, it'll cost you $28? Oh, my God. Need more stars to pay for the soup. Thank you, Tom Taylor. I, I didn't pick up any of that soup. I'll be honest with you. We did a little something-something with uh, the soup eh, from Seinfeld back in the day. Uh, so, yeah, the soup eh, came on the Opie and Anthony show, and he was bringing in a bunch of his soups, and he was, he was really hoping – the exposure on our massively popular radio show would help his soup business, right? Okay. This guy would come in with just the soups that weren't selling. And I, I'm trying to remember which one it was. We liked the chili, I think. I think he had a nice chili. And he brought it in the first time. And I guess the deal was he was going to bring in soup like once a week for a while or something like that. And, <laughs> and then after the first time. He brought in all the soups that weren't selling. <laughs> Think like some broccoli cream garbage, just terrible soups. So we didn't really hit it off with the soup eh, back in the day. Did you throw the soup? I did not throw the soup, Ken Edmonds. I'm a gentleman when it comes to soup. Uh, what happened to Dave the intern? I, I have no idea. I'm putting you in time out. ONA questions today will get you a timeout. I'm sorry. You got enjoy your timeout. There's a few people in there. You guys could you guys could babble about ONA and intern Dave all you want. You're in timeout for asking an ONA question. <laughs> That'll be a problem later today. He won't because I asked him the question. <laughs> Shut up. Did I just make five dollars? $5. Do you still go to the gym where the old guy talks basketball constantly in the locker room? Oh, my God. You remember that. I uh, I had been using the gym downstairs in this building. Um, but, yeah, there was a guy. Are you, are, you, are you talking about the naked guy? Yeah. Okay. You're bringing back a memory that's a little old uh, right now. But uh, there is a guy. Well, the problem is when you, t- when you say, are you talking about the naked guy and you're talking about a locker room at a gym, it could be anyone. There were three. There were three constant naked guys in my gym. One that used to do the basketball talk. It's, it's coming back to me a little bit. He would just stand there naked talking about the NBA. Oh, he knew everything. And what sucked was I, I really loved my basketball talk, but not so much the naked part. So I was always conflicted. Wait, this guy will have a real conversation with me about who the goat is. But he's naked. But he knew his basketball. And I believe he was uh, a guy that also believes that if you're talking about the greatest basketball, basketball, excuse me, basketball player of all time, you got to say 
Bill Russell's in the uh, conversation. 11 titles for the man. But unfortunately, because he played in the black and white era before like life became all these beautiful colors, I don't know when that switch happened. And I don't know who did that. I think it might have been Gwad himself said, you know what? These people need more than black and white. So let's make everything beautiful and colorful. Uh, so he played in the black and white era. So that makes it hard to talk about the Bill Russell. Basically, he died. I think he was close to 90 years old. So no one alive really saw him play. So that makes it hard. So, yeah, we had that guy. He loved uh, he loved talking basketball. Then we had um, then we had a really old guy that his locker was across from me. This guy was naked. I mean, as soon as he entered the locker room, his clothes came off. He had to be at least 80. He, he had his, his – see, this is what I do miss about satellite radio. With satellite radio, you just talk. But with the, all, the, all these social media platforms, they have, they have their own like uh, rules, and, and they're very sensitive compared to satellite radio. But this guy, his, his you know – would pretty much fall to his knees. And man, if this guy didn't, didn't give a crap and like being naked. And he was a good guy. And I think his, I'm trying to remember, but I think it was his brother was one of these big New York City radio guys. But I forgot which, which guy, to be honest with you. Because I was never really impressed with radio guys in New York City especially. So, so he was telling me that he was his brother. And I just sat there like, oh, good for you, <laughs> I guess. But he was a really good guy. And then we had the third guy that um, would get naked. He had, he had legs that uh, had, had that vein issue. Lots of veins. Could see every single vein of his. He would get naked. His also pretty close to his knees. And he would bend over because he had to lotion up everything everything i remember there was another guy in the uh in the in the locker room that i was friends with and we would look at each other like what is this necessary but we gave him a pass because we both figured out that he must have to lotion everything because whatever this vein issue was <laughs> oh i missed that gym cheers no cheers no coffee all right let me get coffee let me get some coffee, okay? Let me let me let me get some coffee. I'm gonna save you money right now. Money, 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 money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash opie. Look, did you know the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions? Think about that. If you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. With Rocket Money, you're going to find yourself some money. You can quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. Go to rocketmoney.com slash right now. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Look, I used Rocket Money and I found out I was still paying for Sirius XM. <laughs> now, look, they gave me VIP accounts, 
But then I needed more subscriptions back in the day. So I was paying for a few. And I had no idea I was still paying for that until I got involved with Rocket Money. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like myself. Uh, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show. Remember that? You did that. Or the free trials. They get you with the free trials. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want anymore. But Ope, is it e- Yes, it's easy. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. You don't have to deal with customer service. Nah, 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 nah. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person, ready for this, up to $720 a year. So basically, you have nothing to lose. Why don't you try it out for yourself? Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash opie. That's rocketmoney.com slash opie. Once again, rocketmoney.com slash opie. All right, where were we? Let's do a few more and get the hell out of here. Oh, I saw the Elvis movie. If you haven't seen the Elvis movie yet, you know, I, I was hearing about the kid, you know, that played the Elvis and he's still in character. Um, so I was like, you know, let's let's take a peek at this Elvis movie. We were blown away by the movie. God, it was it was well, well done. The use of colors, the use of cuts, the use of the zooming, the use of uh, old footage. The only thing that took me out of the Elvis movie was the Tom Hanks, not his acting. His acting was ridiculous. Tom Hanks could play any character. It's crazy how good he is. But the makeup took me out of the movie. All the other makeup and, and uh, the clothes and everything else, you really felt like you were living um, you know, in the late 50s and the 60s and the 70s. But I don't know why someone, uh, whoever, the, whoever the guy was that was in charge of everything, could look at Tom Hanks's makeup and go, yeah, this is this will do for this unbelievable movie that we're putting together. They should have uh, went back to the drawing board because he looked he looked too cartoony. And certainly the um, the movie had a, a a comic book feel to it at times, but um, but that makeup was just just terrible. You know what's really interesting about the Elvis Presley? Um, he died at 42 years old. And a lot of people, when they, they saw the last year of Elvis's life, he was the fat Elvis. There's clips all over YouTube where you could see. It's kind of depressing because he's stammering and he's really out of it on stage out there in Vegas. And I think one of his last performances was like two months before he died. And you're like, wow, man, he certainly lived a life. And, you know, it's too bad he got into the drugs later in life. And, and you realize... This guy was a severe drug addict and died at 42 of his own doing. And I know, I know the drugs is a disease. I get that. But, it, you know, to, to romanticize Elvis and his life is kind of crazy without mentioning the fact that he was a heavy drug abuser. They tried to not talk about that as much when... I used to listen to the Elvis channel on the Sirius XM. Oh, you know, the time me and Elvis did this, you know, down there at the, the Memphis Mafia, you know, they, they, they romanticized everything about Elvis. And the fact is, like, he spent most of his life in a dark bedroom. He would stay in a bedroom for months on end, addicted to, I mean, everything, everything. 
Oh God, dude! Then don't walk. Let me put you time out. Go, go, uh, go, bitch to the other people in the timeout room. You're gone. I just now picture the timeout room. He won't let me get my hate out. He used to let me get my hate out. I don't understand what's going on. Uh, Opie Elvis was not in the uh, peak of his health at the time of his death. This should be the title of this episode with the law and order sound effect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll figure out some clickbait title because there's a lot of people out there. They can't help themselves. So I play into their hands and I, I do clickbait titles. Sometimes my, my title has nothing to do with the episode. I mean, literally nothing. And they just oh, let me click on this one. <laughs> Anthony sent you. All right. Enjoy the time out room with the rest of uh, the obsessed people. Guess what? I've never sent anyone to, to, to Anthony's stuff. Not, not one. $20. When Sam Roberts organizes takeover, did you suspect anything? David Chandler, $20. Look, I'll say it. I mean, Sam is uh, uh, probably, well, Sam is, is, a, is a really bad dude. A really bad dude. I'll say that much there, uh, but thanks for the $20. I allowed a lot of bad people into my life. That's that's on me, and that was, uh, well, wouldn't you say that was kind of stupid? I would. Hey, hey, the happy uh, plaque, that, that wouldn't be not. You know what? Let me put you in timeout. You could discuss that with everybody else sitting with their arms folded in the timeout room. <laughs> Goodbye. I thought you were done talking about ONA. I, 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 I'm trying to be done with talking about ONA, but that's what people um, that's what people ask almost every single day on this damn thing. And honestly, I'm trying to. Uh, okay, let me uh, let me put Gary in toy mount. Uh, Gary, you're now in toy mount. <laughs> uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to talk about ONA way less. I really am, but it's not easy when you get all these obsessed people that are defending a show that went off the air ten years ago. Elvis was a great radio guest. Who is your favorite celebrity guest on ONA? All right, I, I'm sure you're a good person, but I got to put you in timeout. You're in timeout for asking an ONA question because I said that I'm putting people that are asking ONA questions uh, into timeout. <laughs> the timeout room. Hey, brother man, is there any chance of an o okay? I got to put you in timeout. You're you're asking an ONA question. Enjoy your timeout. <laughs> How many boosters did you get? Um, I'm like, I'm, I'm behind one. Um, you do what's right for you and your family. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to argue the booster uh, COVID thing. You know, if, if you have to do what's right for you and your family. Okay. And what I uh, did for me and my family wasn't based on any dumb politics. It was based on the advice of uh, a lot of medical people that I know and love. Okay. Why are you so boring? Okay, let me put you in timeout. You, you'll get an answer in the timeout room. Why, why I'm so boring. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, I just got another $10. Wow, this is a big day for, uh, for, uh, for getting some pocket money. It'll pay for my Harlem trip uh, yesterday. I think you're an okay guy. Oh, no goofing. Thank you, sir. I'll take your $10.
I don't, I don't think I ever went on compound media. Wait, is that a, yeah, that's a Opie and Anthony kind of question. So I'm going to put you in time out. I sort of did Ant's show when he was first getting things uh, going in his basement at his home out there on Long Island. I don't know if he still has that home, but I went out to Long Island. I went to the basement when he was getting things set up and I did a little something, something, but nothing really serious or professional. So, but I think that's like an Opie and Anthony question. So let me, uh, let me put you in time out. <laughs> you get one time out. This is, this is how it works moving forward. You get one time out and then you get the blockeroo. Okay. Tom Taylor, the, uh, the haters really missed you yesterday. Yeah, they did. They did. And I missed them. The important question is, did OJ do it? Man, I think OJ did it. But there's some good arguments about his son that come up from time to time. You might want to read up on that a little bit. But I still think the OJ did it. You know what's so stupid about the OJ? I'll give you one dumb thing about the OJ. Let's say you were going to commit some, uh, some horrific uh, act, let's say, like the OJ. If I was going to commit the, uh, an act like that, I would make sure my little hat didn't fit. I would make sure my gloves didn't fit. I would get shoes that were giant on my feet. Who decides to do what OJ did and wear uh, perfectly fitting clothing? That's like a rookie, uh, a rookie move. So when the glove didn't fit, I'm like, of course not. You would get small gloves or giant gloves. You would get giant shoes. Man, we really think it. We really think it's Opie, but the footprints in this mud. These are size thirteen sneakers, so it can't be him. <laughs> That's what blew me away. I'm like, who says that the rules are if the glove doesn't fit, then you have to acquit? I know it was the Johnny Cochran. But I remember back in the day sitting there going, well, that's exactly what a murderer would do. They would do anything to try to throw you off. I'd go to a bar, right? I'd find some guy with like very dark brown hair. And I would like make sure my fingers got caught in his hair as I was going to the bathroom and rip some of his hair out. And I would go, ah, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Can I, can I pay for a round of drinks for you and your buddy? Yeah, thank you. And then I would put that uh, dark brown hair in my pocket. And then I would do my OJ thing and I would sprinkle his hair around the crime scene. Be man, make up with Anthony. That's a that's 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 another ONA question. Enjoy your time out. All right, another 20 bucks coming in. Are you guys taking this money away after the fact? Is that how this works? When you were trying to manage the show and the comics got rowdy, did Jim and Anthony side with you or them? Uh no, I it was. Wait, that's an ONA question. You almost tricked me because you gave me $20. Ah, now I'm conflicted. I have a rule. ONA questions go into timeout, but that's a good question. And he gave me $20. I, I'll answer it this way because you gave me the $20. Um, those two were against me. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? I'm not going to cry over it. Trust me. But that was the fact. That was the fact. I'll tell you this much. Those guys simply did not know how to uh, do a radio show at all. Uh, Anthony certainly learned how to do a radio show. He took it upon himself to, to learn. Early on, I, I explained uh, the ins and outs of radio to Anthony. He didn't know anything when I, uh, when I brought him on board. This is not me trashing Anthony, 
but he brought it upon him. He, he, he brought it upon himself, excuse me, to learn the craft of radio. And the one thing I'll say about Anthony, he knows how to do radio. He knows how to get the people talking. He knows when to go to the phones. He knows how, how to change topics. Jim Norton never, never chose to learn the art of radio. So he literally has no credibility when it comes to talking about anything that happened as far as how a radio show runs. Okay. Anthony, uh, all those years, he's like, well, man, you know, I want to learn how to do this. And he did. And he knows how to structure a show and put a radio show together, when to move on, all that stuff. Jimmy just sat there like a pig, like a pig waiting for celebrities to come in. And then he would, he would, um, he would bring in like a garage sale, basically of junk for these guys to sign. That, that was his big motivation to get as much of his junk signed as possible. So when he tries to talk about how a radio should run, he has no credibility in my eyes because he chose never to learn how it actually works. Was he good at it at times when he played his role? 100%. But, man, he was there more to just uh, hang out with celebrities and have them sign his junk. He would, they would set up card tables outside the studio. And these poor celebrities, they're like, how many things do I have to sign? Oh, there's only another seven. So when it comes to uh, him talking about radio and how it works and how it's structured, no credibility as far as uh, I'm concerned. Anthony, as much as I got my issues, <clears throat> I could say this. The guy learned how to do radio, and he, and he knows how, how to uh, structure a radio show. Okay? Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. All right. You guys wore me down, and you, you got a little O&A there. Okay? Enjoy that. <laughs> okay. Tubby, did I put you in timeout? Because this would be really funny if I put you in timeout. I don't think I did, though. It would be funny if one of the guys from, from the timeout room came back and then made a joke. That, that would make my morning. But unfortunately, I got a bunch of people that are very uh, uptight and, and, and uh, they, they just they, – they simply don't understand this is all just who gives a crap stuff. Tubby writes, Opie, check – the timeout room later never leave money on the table <laughs> very nice david i've answered this i've i've answered this you know what i'm doing um i'm uh so i've answered uh i'll leave you with the holy shit i gotta get my kids up oh you sons of bitches i gotta get my kids up most of the questions that are asked every single day on my live stream i've answered multiple times okay they're all on my youtube channel i put a playlist called opie and anthony drama now what, what one of my guys is doing, um, because people are like, I thought you, I'm, I'm not doing this. I got people that help me. Do I do a lot of my uh, uploading myself and editing? Yes. And, and then I got a couple people that are helping me on the side. So what we decided was if we take all the videos where I talk about uh, all the Opie and Anthony drama that have been on my channel for a few years now and make them into like 20 to 30 minute uh, podcast episodes, then you could have the whole story from where I sit. I can only tell my, uh, my, my, uh, my two cents. And, and, it, and that's why they say it's, it's my two cents. Because in the end, you know, you believe what you're going to believe. But so uh, up on my channel right now, I have like Opie and Anthony drama part one. I think we're up to uh, part five, I think is being released today. And that answers a lot of these questions that I'm asked every day. Okay. 
as I literally do try to move on from, uh, from all that garbage. But as you can see, it's not easy. It's not easy for me. It's not easy for you. But my intentions are, are real that I'm trying to just move the F on. That's why I do a lot of the street videos because, you know, when I'm on the street just babbling and talking to strangers, I, they're not going to ask me on what a stuff. You pushed me out into the goddamn street. Uh, 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 uh.